Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell hanging out in the Denver metro area. Yeah, but Dim, you are headed to Minnesota, your home state. Minnesota. Soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. I, you know, the Grand Traverse, it's looming. It is next Saturday. Today is a Friday, so it's about a little more than a week away. Yeah. And, you know, it, it feels, oh, you know, like, I mean, I definitely know that we can do it. Yes, <laughs> it doesn't you, feel seem, like... you seem searching for words. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to be a good day. I don't feel as nervous about it as maybe I should. Like, it doesn't feel as epic as the um, the Grand Canyon or Yosemite. Mm-hmm. I think it's because mm-hmm. it's an event, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, organized. it's, yeah, it's, it's organized. organized. Mm-hmm. So there's four aid stations and there'll be other people out on the trail. So it's not just like us in an alone scenario if I'm going to like, <laughs> really be dramatic. Can you use a gillnet? Can you use I a gillnet? I know. So funny. So Alone, if you don't know, is a show on, well, we've been watching it on Hulu. I don't know where it is otherwise, but it's, you know, they drop 10 people, very skilled wilderness people. Do not, yes, do attempt, not this. attempt this at home. Yes. <laughs> um, in the middle of, I mean, this last, did you watch the one that was like in bear country, Sarah? Grizzly, yes. Oh, yes. yes. Grizzly Mountain. I kept calling it Grizzly Island and Ben would connect me. He's like, Grizzly Mountain. Anyway, so they drop them into 10, 10 people, men and women mixed, co-ed group, and they have to build their own shelter. They get to take like 10 things with them, including... And they're each in their own geographic region. They're not... Oh, yeah. Like, it's not like, Survivor. Yeah. It's not, yes. a, it's not yeah. a group so it's, thing. They are... As the name says, alone. Alone. Yeah. Yeah. So that you'll, so this, you'll appreciate this. So last weekend, I went down to, uh, Colorado Springs, which is where Amelia had a volleyball game in the afternoon. So I went down in the morning to do my last long hike that was like, I mean, I wanted to go 15 miles, like mm-hmm. five hours. 
So I hiked up uh, a mountain called Cheyenne Mountain mm-hmm. and it was misting and like it wasn't sleeting and it wasn't raining, but it was like definitely <laughs> wet the whole time. Like never like raining like, oh, I want an umbrella. But, you know, by first of all, I was really glad I opened up our little um Oh, you know, the little container thing in between the two front seats, whatever that's called. It's not a glove box, but it's Mm -hmm. a... Mm And I found a pair of gloves in there. I'm like, oh, I should probably take those just in case, like running gloves, you know? Uh Thank Uh God I brought those. Uh Uh Yeah, until they got totally wet. (laughs) So I come around a a corner and there are these two deer. And I was like, oh, if only I had my bow. (laughs) Like I said, they could take 10 things. A lot of people bring bow and arrows. Yeah. I don't know how to shoot a bow and arrow. I don't (laughs) want to kill a deer. But I was definitely like in the alone mindset. Yes. You're like, maybe I could shoot it in the lungs and then foamy blood will come come out, which is what I learned on alone. Learn all those things. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And because it was such a, um, just the weather was so inclement, there was no one out on the trail. Mm. Like I didn't see anybody. And all these signs around are like, not all of them, but I mean, I'd probably seen like three or four that said like mountain lions and bears are in this area. Be aware, be aware. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going around to switch back and I hear something and I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, like, what is that? And Mm. come around the corner and it's two guys trail running. They're coming down the mountain (laughs) as I'm going up and they're like, oh, we didn't expect to see anyone out here. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys scared me to death. I thought you were something else. (laughs) Just like ready to run. So, Oh my gosh. Well, you know, here in Oregon, you would be surrounded by people on a day such as as that you were out there. You know, we don't. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, it was definitely, well, the the thing was, I mean, it was a, you know, a huge weather front. Here comes um, Al Roker, a huge weather front (laughs) coming in. I don't know why, but I mean, it was literally, 95 degrees here on Friday afternoon and then Saturday like something moved in overnight and it was like 45 and misting so oh my gosh yeah I mean it dropped like 40 degrees and so like I'm like do I wear shorts do I wear tights I went for shorts Mm -hmm. but I was like regretting that decision as I was Mm -hmm. going down and I was like okay if I would have had tights on it wouldn't have mattered because they would still just be wet. It's not like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have waterproof tights, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing that I did bring that was felt good for a second was I I did I knew it was gonna rain, so I brought two like rain jackets and mm, I switched wow. at the top. Mm-hmm. Well, because I was I brought them both in the car because I was like, oh, I'll make a you know a game time decision when I step mm-hmm. out. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I have room for both of these. I'm gonna wear one and I can just you know, it's not super That's heavy. It's so luxurious so. to swap halfway. Oh, a dry <laughs> coat. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I swapped it out. Yeah. You know, I think lightweight wool. Did you have any of that on? I had both of that on. I had mm. two. I mean, that is that is definitely my go-to, and that's what I'll wear on the Grand mm-hmm. Traverse, too. I have a couple icebreaker tops and a couple smart wool tops, and those mm. are my go-to. I've had them forever, and I wear, mm-hmm. I'll wear them forever. So, yeah, so I had a short sleeve, long sleeve, short sleeve, wool top on, and my, like, a heavier, like, long underwear, mm. weight, long sleeve on, and mm-hmm. then shorts and a jacket. And mm-hmm. uh, and the worst was, and then I'll stop talking about it because really it wasn't that bad other than I was just freezing and I was by myself. <laughs> and it was, some, it was early to mid-September. So, I mean, you know, this is unusual weather. It is, it is. Yeah. But I was, I mean, I was glad for the cold. It's been really hot, right? So, like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's like, you can't, you know, you can't have it all. Right. So because of this, like, mist, you know, all the plants were, like, overhanging the trail, oh. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like the weeds and the yep. long grasses and everything. So, like, my feet got so wet mm. so quickly, you mm. know, because you're walking through that. Mm. 
I mean, it reminded me a lot of the Nor'easter that people ran in Cape Cod. Yes. I know I wasn't in a Nor'easter. It wasn't like crazy windy like that, but it's that kind of like wet to the bone that, Mm -hmm. you know, like an hour and a half later, you're still kind of like, like. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say that you talking about the vegetation kind of drooping over and getting you wet. If you went hiking here in Oregon right now, what you would run into are a lot of spider webs. We have a lot of spiders here and there's definitely, I'm not a scientist. There seems to be a spider season and August and September are like spider season. And so last night I was standing out on our back porch and someone had locked the door. And so I knocked. And so my son, John opens it and he immediately is staring over my head. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is there like an ax murder behind me? Like what's going on? And he's like, mom, step away. There's a huge spider over you. Oh my gosh. Wow. So, and when you, even if you just like walk the little paved side, it's a little path that goes around our very small yard to go around the house, you would run into numerous spider webs. Oh, it's the yeah. worst when you get them in your mouth. Like oh, when God. you, you oh, cover yes. your face oh, and you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. and you can't, oh, yeah. like, it's mm-hmm. so fine that you can't really get it out and you can't find it, you know, with oh, your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that gets in your, it messes up with your hair. And so you can't quite figure out what's hair and what's spider web. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just basically like bulldoze their house too, which, you know, doesn't feel good on your spirit. <laughs> coming through, spiders, coming through. <laughs> just made a whole lot of work for you today, friend. So <laughs> and I'll be back again tomorrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God. So to remind folks, you are doing 21 miles yeah. on Saturday, the 24th. Yes. And then yes. the next weekend, we're going to be in the Twin Cities Marathon. And mm-hmm. I'm just planning a little bit. We are going to do, I just in case you're listening and you happen to be either a Twin Cities resident or somewhere mm-hmm. close by, mm-hmm. or you're coming to the marathon or the 10 miler or mm-hmm. some version of one of those races, mm-hmm. we're going to do a shakeout run Saturday morning, an AMR oh. shakeout run. Okay. Um, we have the live podcast on Saturday, right, yep, Sarah? From two to three upstairs at the River Center. And it is free and you get a free bottle of Core Power. So you can drink that while you listen to us gab with a therapist who's going to talk about the mentality of forward motion and overcoming obstacles, things like that. Yeah. So, oh, I thought we were going to maybe have a therapy session. That, well, it sounds kind of like <laughs> it might couch. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> Quiet for the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Come to Dimity's live therapy session. That'll be really fun for everyone to watch. Yeah. So we're going to do that. We'll have a booth. Obviously, I'm sure you've talked about this at other times, but I just wanted to, someone asked. Oh, we on, have not mentioned that we are going to have a booth. So, and, and we're going to have special run Minnesota March. We have a short sleeve tee, a hat and a hoodie and the hat and the hoodie we have not debuted yet. I'll be at the unveiled at our expo unveiled at the expo so yeah so stop by Mm -hmm. at fashion week (laughs) (laughs) at the uh expo center it's it's at st paul river center right yes it is it is yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. i love that race oh and we're gonna have a cheer squad yeah we have to write all this down sarah and get it out because (laughs) um we actually have a cheer squad station now oh Um, i just got that information Mm -hmm. like two days ago and i'm not gonna say what it is right now but i know we're like near mile 24 and a half um so we can definitely have a, a good, yeah, a good spot. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we will send that out. We'll put it up on the website. We'll make sure it gets distributed on social media and stuff. So mm-hmm. just putting that out there because um, I'm going to need a couple of days of recovery after the Grand Traverse. So <laughs> I don't know if I'll be ready to plan anything. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, I say let's jump into the questions. And they have, I realized after I put them together, they have an overarching theme that the three callers are basically, I feel exhausted, help. So Okay. All right. Well, yeah, maybe we'll have our own little therapy session here. <laughs> right, right. So this first one is returning to running Lisa. Hi, this is Lisa calling from Everett, Washington. I must say I was really delighted to find your podcast when I was injured and um, find out you're, Sarah, you're from Portland. I spent a lot of years in Portland and Tigard, so I love your Portland references. My question is, coming back from a rather long delay <laughs> from an injury, had a stress fracture in my hip and getting back into running, and it's been months. I've been back for probably four months, and I still feel like I'm sucking wind when I run. can only run like a half mile, and then I have to walk. My pace is way slower than it used to be, and it just doesn't seem to be improving. I'm wondering if you've got any tips for me. Thanks so much. Love your podcast. And Lisa, I'm delighted you like the Portland references that I toss into our shows. Thank you. And I got to say, Lisa, your question really hit me where I am right now as a handful of times I've tried resuming running and I got so winded so quickly and I just am left, you know, of course I have to catastrophize the whole thing and I'm never going to be able to run again. <laughs> right. It's going to just of be course. awful. Yeah. Of course. And I'll never have the cardio that I used to have and all that, you know, the mind goes there. So sure. Yeah, of course. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's totally normal. So we don't know how long Lisa's been off. I mean, four months is, is a particular, I mean, it's not an insignificant amount of time, but it's not also a significant amount so of time. So that's, that's the amount of time she's been back running. Yeah. She's been back yeah. running for yes. four months, but mm -hmm. she said she was off for a long yes, time. Yes, we don't know how long the long time is. Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. From a stress fracture in her hip. So, I mean, of course, like patients, you know this, you know, be patient, mm -hmm. take walk breaks, don't wear your watch. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think one of the things that we fight against is the person that we used to be. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, I'm not saying that you can't get back there, but even me now, like, you know, I trained really hard for a race on Memorial Day on my bike. I get on my bike now and the numbers that I push regularly, like I, the watts that I can see are much significantly lower than they used to be. Like that's mm. just, mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, that's the curse of exercise. <laughs> there is no <laughs> savings account, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if to this time when you were off with your stress fracture in your hip, you know, which you should have rested and recovered from, you know, that is really like, you know, if you were on a, you could see like, you know, kind of, going into debt more or less. I mean, that's kind of how I think about it, like mm -hmm. exercise wise, you know, as far as cardiovascular intensity, your muscular strength, even your mental toughness to hang in there, right? Most definitely, most definitely. And I have to say the reason I was so silent, Dimity, is because I was writing down all your good quotes uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we could turn them that. into memes on our Instagram account. <laughs> but yes, it it is... So true. And but then we have to remind ourselves, you know, you've trained up for bike races before Dimity and you've always gotten you know back to a place you're happy with. And same thing that I have done that in the past with running. Sure, I'm not the pace that I used to be, but I've 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 let that go emotionally for the most part. But just meeting yourself where you are and having the patience to try to get back, to build it back up. And that if you meet yourself where you are, then it's going to be maybe it's a half mile run, half mile walk repeated three times or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To that end, I think it, I mean, if I were coaching Lisa, I would say get on a plan and it doesn't have to be, 
you know, it doesn't have to be a half marathon a plan. It doesn't even have to be a 10K plan, but something that you, you know, because the way that I see it, and again, sometimes I wish we could talk to these people live because <laughs> the way I see it, right, Lisa, right now is she's going out, she's trying to run, you know, probably too fast, maybe a little bit too far for where she's at right now, getting frustrated mm. and then mm-hmm. goes and does it again, goes, you know, and so there isn't like, in my mind, and Lisa, I could be totally wrong. So if I am, you know, I apologize in advance. But, you know, if you get on a plan, and we have some, of course, but you could really pick any like 5k plan off or a 10k plan off the web, depending upon where you are. But we have, you know, return to running, which is built for people like you, Lisa, because it is a four week buildup that you can repeat again and again under Mm -hmm. coach Jen and Liz's guidance Mm -hmm. before you then learn how to use your heart rate Mm -hmm. and really modify your effort accordingly. Mm -hmm. But having a plan, meaning like one that feels very doable, like you look Mm -hmm. at the first week and you're like, okay, I could do that. That's where I would start. And you don't have to have a race at the end, but again, it gives you just some structure Mm -hmm. and some like places to come in and build appropriately and also like be like, okay, I was supposed to run 2.5 miles today at an easy pace. I did that. Check. I did it. Mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. it. I'm getting mm-hmm. there, you know, mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, I can't do what I used to be able to do. And so mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. feeling depressed, you know? Yeah, exactly. And knowing that you're not alone, that you're not the only person out there that this, hey, if we have a plan for, if we ever turn to running plan in the train like a mother club, then... Oh, it's one of our best sellers. <laughs> I mean, it, it truly is, you know? Yeah. And there's also another plan called Become a Runner, which again, maybe that's like, that might feel like not, you know, the right... It feels demeaning to you, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but it's not because what it is, is it builds you up to 30 minutes of running really consistently. Mm -hmm. And if you've been off for a very long time, that's what you need to do. You know, Mm -hmm. again, Mm -hmm. like not trying to be like shaking my finger at anybody, but that's the reality. That's, you know, Mm -hmm. if you used to be able to do 50 pushups and you took a year (laughs) off, you know, you're going to maybe do one and be like, wow, that was hard. Yeah. How am I going to get back to 50? Well, you're going to have to build the exact same way you did before, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 Well put. Well put. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back with more questions and answers after this brief break. Stay with us. Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, here is Andrea, who is also on the struggle bus. Hi, Serendimity. My name is Andrea. I'm calling from a small town outside of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. My question is, I have been running for six, seven years now. I've run six marathons. My best one was my second one, and I've been trying desperately to BQ, although I'm just struggling. I ran my last marathon in May, and my training cycle went perfect. I was with the coach. It went amazing. The race was terrible. I ended up walking for the last half almost, and it just went terribly. And now my runs just feel like a struggle. My head says I want to run, but my body just doesn't seem to be able to do it. I'm winded. I'm struggling. I'm just wondering if maybe I need a break from running and how do I do that? Do I continue strength training? What do I do? Thanks for the advice, ladies. I love the show. Well, Andrea, thank you for loving the show. And I'm sorry you're struggling with running right now. 
Well, yeah. And I know, Sarah, you're going to talk about this, but she's kind of like a one for one year to marathon ratio, which is not insignificant. <laughs> like that's yeah. a lot of, uh, that's a lot of work. <laughs> oh, exactly. Uh, listening to Andrea's message, I'm like, wait, she, I sort of did the math. You know, she's been a runner for six or seven years, yet she's already run six marathons. So let's say she had a buildup of two to three years to get to be able to have enough foundation to do you know, marathon number one, particularly because marathon number two was her fastest. So maybe even she had a longer lead up to it than that, you know, or, or I don't know, maybe Andrea was one of those people who's like, I love running. I'm going to do a marathon in six months. But, but I see it as kind of the buildup. And so then having more than a marathon a year, you know, and suspecting that she's trained to run those fast because of wanting to qualify for Boston. So I really, Andrea, I really think that your body is suffering from all that unrelenting load and, yeah. 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 Dim, your thoughts on that? For sure. I think, you know, your head says it wants to run, but your body says take a break. I think you mm-hmm. got to listen to your body, you know, mm-hmm. and especially mm-hmm. if Boston is still interesting to you and you still want to grab that, mm-hmm. you know, like taking a period of time off, what that looks like is up to you. And just recalibrating, resting, getting I want to, I don't want to say getting fixated on something else, but just trying something else, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, some ideas that I had, you know, we had a lot of people in our, the race, like a mother that came to do that sprint triathlon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at the forge. And like a lot of them like loved the training because they needed a break from just running all the time. So mm-hmm. Andrea, if you are a swimmer or a cyclist, or even if you're not, you know, you could add, definitely add in some cycling, some spinning classes, you know, something else this winter. Mm-hmm. The other thing that, you know, I'm like, go have some fun. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Adrian Martini the other day. We we're trying to like scheme up something, you know, her naked 5k was like an epic event, right? Like mm-hmm. we need another one of those, except for, um, you know, it's hard to repeat that. So I was yeah. like, do you have any interest in a snowshoe race? And she was like, oh, <laughs> maybe, you know, and I granted a, a naked snowshoe race would be best <laughs> if we could get her to swing that in the middle of January in upstate New York. But but it is something that is, you know, kind of fun. And I mean, snowshoe racing is not for the faint of heart. It is oh, if you run them. Oh, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Particularly because you have to do a lot of them at altitude. So then factoring that in. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know where Andrea lives. You know, I wouldn't stop running, but I would say maybe take a break for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and then just ease back into it and do what feels good. I mean, you could do, you know, three or four, three or four mile runs a week for a while mm-hmm. and just easy, easy. And just let your body just like, you know, come back to like just chill state, homeostasis, <laughs> you know, and not <laughs> worrying so much about the long runs and the tempos and the pace and all that. Mm-hmm. And, and also like I would. I know we give this advice a lot, but keep a journal. How are you feeling Mm -hmm. as you kind of come down from high mileage and all that? How does that feel? And how is your body kind of reacting to it? And Mm -hmm. she asked if she can still strength or, you know, is it all strength Mm -hmm. training? No, but you could definitely strength train. But, you know, like you said, Sarah, in your um, first response, like, I feel like the, the intensity just needs to you know, step back a mm-hmm. few notches before she can dial it back up if that's interesting to her after she mm-hmm. dial, dials it back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, if she, you know, you talking about finding a, a new, doesn't have to necessarily be a passion, but a new pursuit and maybe strength training is that. I, I found it interesting. She added that into her question. Yeah. And so, you know, oh, maybe, she says, do I still keep strength training? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes you can. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, is it starting to take classes? Is it maybe signing up to work with a trainer 
twice a month and then, you know, working a lot of that into your own, you know, making up routines for yourself or getting them online or whatever it is. And so um, because then she would come back to running if she decides to return to trying to qualify for Boston, then Andrea would come back so much stronger and, you know, be in a better place, hopefully to be less injured. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh, like just mm-hmm. fresh, you know, mm-hmm. like just fresh physically, fresh mentally and like mm-hmm. ready. And, and, and again, going back to um, Lisa, who's returning, like you're not going to lose it all. It will come back fairly quickly. You know, the other thing that I wanted to say to Lisa is actually listen to our next question as well. I meant to say that because mm-hmm. I'm guessing maybe she might have some like iron level issues mm-hmm. just because she's feeling really tired. Mm. Oh, yeah. That Andrea is. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, I know that. Um, well, I think all three of them could probably <laughs> check their, their iron levels, if I'm being honest. But Lisa, Lisa, yeah. because she just said, I'm so, you know, she's sucking wind. Nothing mm-hmm. is improved. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, and, you know, I made what I consider a conscious decision in June to not return to running after I got my two steroid cortisone shots in my back that alleviated most of the discomfort I had from those. And it just, it didn't, running did feel right. We had a really hot summer here in Portland. And, you know, it just, after a little while, I, I sort of didn't miss it all that much. And because I, I love open water swimming, because I love pickleball, and just, there's only so many days in the week that you can do things. Mm-hmm. So if you can find something that lights your fire, then diminishing your running or cutting it out completely for a little while, if you feel like that's what your body needs, uh, you I didn't feel such a big hole in my life like I thought I would. Sure, sure. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. All right. Well, the question you've alluded to, this is Teresa with low ferritin levels. Hi, my name is Teresa, and I am calling from Kansas City, Kansas. My question is, if you have any tips for runners who have low ferritin, my ferritin levels are chronically low. My latest reading was a four, which, if I understand right, it should be at least a 30 I take a supplement. I try to eat foods that are high in iron, but I'm looking for any other tips. Thank you very much. So, Teresa, we're sorry that you're having trouble boosting your numbers. And as you talked about, Teresa, in your question, there is a wide range of what's considered to be, quote unquote, normal ferritin levels. And it's ranging from 12. I looked all this up. Um, I do not know this off the top of my head. It's from 12 to 300 nanograms per milliliter. So indeed, being at four is way too low. Uh, yeah. So, so Dim, haven't you dealt with having to boost your iron levels? Yeah, I have a couple times. Um, and you know, it's, it's a, it's kind of one of those things where you got to keep pushing the rock up the hill. Ooh. I, again, we're not doctors at all. So take this all with a grain of salt. But I feel like if that, if you're predisposed to that, you know, it's going to, it's probably not just a isolated incident. That's, mm. I guess, what I'm trying to say. Um, because mm-hmm. a couple times I, like the first time I figured it out was when I went to go give blood. Mm-hmm. And then a couple other times I've had my doctor check it and I was, I've been at like 11, right? And 12 mm-hmm. is like the lowest end, you know? And mm-hmm. you're like, and I just, you just feel it, right? You feel like you're really dragging. You mm-hmm. feel like, okay, wait, I slept pretty well. I had a rest day yesterday. Like, why do my legs feel like concrete today? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's one of those things that you got to stay on top of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so to me, it definitely sounds like Teresa is taking smart steps to improve her ferritin numbers, but there are a few ways to boost absorption. 
because you know you can be taking it in, but whether your body decides to do anything with it is another story. So some tips are to avoid dairy, coffee, and tea, which can decrease absorption of iron for an hour before or after a meal. So that pretty much means maybe not that morning cup of coffee, but maybe wait till mid-morning or something to have that. Maybe skip the dairy product with breakfast. And then I like this one, cook with a cast iron skillet. Just seems kind of a clever way to sneak it in. And there are cast iron skillets. I, know that, I think there's one that looks kind of like a fish maybe, and that it is designed to help treat people who have low iron or low oh, ferritin wow. levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's truly like fish shaped like a fish it is it is it has yes. <laughs> I mean, isn't that a little awkward to cook it there's to, something to like I scramble to, it i didn't look too hard at it but i saw <laughs> it and i'm like okay you know and so so i don't want to say it's a fortified or like supplemented cookware but in a way it sort of is so okay <laughs> anyway, right. anyway google it <laughs> all right all right sounds good sounds good um and then uh, this i'm going to read just because this is not my natural, it's not my uh, home language here. Yeah. But you want to improve the absorption of non-heme, heme, iron? Non-heme, heme. Oh, non-heme? I don't even see, there you go. It's not my, it's not my native language, Sarah. <laughs> non-heme iron sources. So what is a non-heme iron source, Sarah? So it means that it's non-hemoglobin. So, or at least that's what I think. I, I could be wrong about that too, but it's, it means it's not from a animal source. Okay. So, so, okay. The, the, so you got your non-heme ones and then you got heme rich ones like meat, poultry, seafood, eggs. Those have, those are heme sources. And by combining those two, then you can boost your absorption. But so, but the, the non-heme ones do have iron, but they yes, just they don't do. have, but, but more, but I would imagine the heme rich ones are better. Um, oh, yes. Oh, I mean, yeah. if you could yeah. dig into a big old sirloin steak, that's going to hook you up better than eating a handful Spinach. after a handful of almonds. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But some of those non-heme sources um, are almonds, beans, figs, apricots, spinach, kale, that kind of thing, tofu, dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I often, and it sounds like, again, that she kind of under, Teresa knows this, but I mean, after a long ride, um, I always, or a, a long workout even, I really try to have like a burger, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge like red meat eater, but that's my mm-hmm. ammo. Like that, that's my, the, what I try to do just to at least help things out a little bit. Well, but I think also Dim, now you should have a, a dark chocolate bar because you do love your chocolate. Oh, I do. I, yeah. Well, I eat that every day. So that's, oh, okay. that's, that, that's, okay. that, that, that's not limited to long workout days. <laughs> <laughs> There's no parameters on that. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so then also pairing these non-heme iron foods, again, the spinach, the kale, the almonds and such with 50 milligrams of vitamin C. So that translates to like half a cup of kiwi fruit, strawberries, sweet potatoes, broccoli, or red peppers, which dim. This reminded me of that salad that you posted on our Instagram account that looked so gosh darn yummy. So talk oh, about like, you like what... the Dimity Express salads. I do. I do. Are you opening up a fast casual restaurant near me? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much my lunch almost daily if I have the ingredients. I mean, it's just basically like whatever I have lying around or have prepared early mm-hmm. or, you know, previously. So like spinach or um, I really like arugula. I like an arugula spinach mix. I like some kind of carb like white rice, which mm. um, when you cool has more resistant starch, resistant starch. So oh. it's, um, uh, this is something from Ellie. <laughs> so it um, decomposes 
more slowly than like oh. straight up white rice does in your stomach. Yep. That's interesting. Yep. And then I put like, I always have protein on there. So it could be like chicken sausage or um, I'll make tempeh or I'll make, you know, sometimes I put cottage cheese, but I don't really like cottage cheese on my salad. I like cottage cheese so low. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then like nuts, but pumpkin <laughs> seeds, sunflower seeds, mm-hmm. a little sprinkle of, I love blue cheese, a little sprinkle of blue cheese and some dressing and yeah. Mm-hmm. And what type of vegetables do we put on that other than the arugula um, and spinach? You know, it just depends. I, I like to roast broccoli a lot. So mm-hmm. I'll put some roast, like some cold roasted broccoli. Um, I don't typically like chop the vegetables for that. So like mm-hmm. I, you know, I won't chop a red pepper and put it on there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so if something's like available, it's mostly either roasted broccoli or roasted Brussels sprouts. Those are the two mm-hmm. that I roast the most. Mm, sounds good, Dimity. I'm hungry. It's right around lunchtime as we record this. <laughs> Come on over. Come on yeah. over. Um, yeah. The yeah. only other thing um, that I wanted to say about to, to Teresa is one thing. I think it's important, obviously, that you get it checked, rechecked, you know, kind of like I said, stay on top of it. Mm-hmm. One thing that I turn to when mine are low is a it's a liquid iron supplement that oh. seems to be a lot better, at least on my belly, than like mm-hmm. the um, actual pills mm-hmm. um, and also doesn't then promote constipation, which the actual pills can as well. Mm -hmm. It's called Floridix, Mm. F-L-O-R-D-I-X. Like it's a blend of like herbs and iron. You can buy it at like any like natural grocer, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, Again, I would, you know, you can look at the dosing and um, compare it to what you have. Definitely check in with a doctor, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. But I I like that a lot more. The only thing is it's hard to travel with because you keep it in the fridge. Mm. So, but they do have Floridix pills that I've taken sometimes along the way so anyway that's that that because i whenever i feel that way i'm like oh god i don't want to take the iron pills you know so mm-hmm. floridic mm-hmm. seems to be a nice compromise there and do you focus on taking your iron supplement with a vitamin c rich food which i hear can boost absorption? yeah you can do that sometimes you know you have a wash it down with a little bit of orange juice mm-hmm. i feel like this one has the herbs in i don't i mm-hmm. i typically don't with that mm-hmm. with floridix but i mm-hmm. i it i may be Oh, and we could uh, drink maybe user error. <laughs> we, we could drink, we could drink noon vitamins with it because that has vitamin C in it. You could do that, yeah, yeah. 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 Or sometimes I'll eat it with um, I will eat it with like you know when it's um Clementine season, those oh, ones that are like good. really easy to peel. Yes, I uh-huh. like those. Yes. <laughs> Dim is known to travel with a piece of fruit or two. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is your bag so heavy? Oh, just four and a half pounds of Honeycrisp apples. <laughs> Honeycrisp apples. Oh my gosh, I cannot look at Honeycrisp apples without thinking of you. And and all our days on the road at the expos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, it's, and I hate, well, because, you know what? Airport fruit, like, I, oh. I appreciate the effort. I do appreciate that they have it, but it is usually like so bad. It's like red, delicious apples oh, that you know, know are just going to be like mealy and tasteless. <laughs> An orange you can't peel. So then you ended up with it like juice all over your hands and like your jeans. <laughs> and the, the bananas are okay, but those are usually like, you know, way overpriced. $3. So. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can write a treatise about a <laughs> diatribe about fruit at airports. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck with boosting those levels, Teresa. Yeah, yeah. Let us And we apologize to all the medical professionals who just sat through that. <laughs> well, and they're like, yeah, that's wrong. Non-heme, like this, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but hey, if you want me to, you know, talk about themes in a novel, I'm your gal. So. <laughs> Tim can speak German for you. So. <laughs> Nein, nein, ich, ich kann nicht. <laughs> 
All right. Well, we need some more questions. Those were really good ones. Thank you for sharing your struggles with us because, you know, we're laughing now, but we're definitely here to help you. And Mm -hmm. the reality is, is if you're having that struggle, somebody else is as Mm -hmm. well. So give us a call at 470-BADASS-1, which is 470-223-2771. Leave your first name and where you're calling from. And please keep your message to a minute or less. The number is in our show notes below. So we're not going to make you repeat it for the next three miles in your head until you get home. Yes, yes. And please rate our show and write a quick review of it wherever you get your podcast. Those ratings and reviews really do help our new listeners find our show, like Lisa from our first question. Delighted she found us. So thank you so much. And our podcast today was produced in St. Paul, Minnesota by Barry Medore from Fire on the Bluff. Oh, wait, can I do a quick PS, Sarah? Yes. So I meant to do this at the front top of the show. So was it last time we did an answers that we had Carrie with the mold in her bottles? Oh, that was two times ago, I think. Okay, well, I, I was thought of her this mor- I thought of her this morning when I cleaned the, the little thing on my water bottle. Yeah. Okay, Go good. Well, and I've been thinking about it as I looked at my water bottles and I was... I mean, I was obviously, I know Carrie and I know that she knows that I was joking, but I was a little dismissive. I'm like, I don't want to drink out of your water bottle. And like, why, why is this a problem? And then I was like, oh my God, she lives in South Carolina. Like I couldn't find mold if I was on alone and wanted to eat it here in Colorado. You know, like that is just not our problem. We have other problems. We have crazy dryness, right? So that's, that's a little bit. So like the perspective shift, I was like trying to be like, why was that so hard? You know, I just had no relation there. So anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there. Tim, it's like when we went running together a million years ago near Seattle and it was the summer. And so we're sweating, but because there's so much kind of ambient, for lack of a better word, humidity in the air in the Pacific Northwest, you're like, this texture isn't wicking at all. Why is it still wet? And I'm like, you expect your shirts to be dry? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) All depends where you live. Yes. Yes. It's all about it's all about your perspective. So I'm standing in your South Carolina shoes, Carrie, and I'm apologizing for, you know, mocking your molds. Anyway, uh, keep those questions coming, ladies, because we are here with some answers and some laughs. Yes. And we might even hearken back to them two or four weeks later. (laughs) 